You are now listening to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On this podcast, I have conversations with people who intrigue and inspire me. We get into their journey, the ups, the downs, what motivates them to do the work that they're doing, all of it, because I believe that our feelings of being enough, worthy, successful, fulfilled, are not out there somewhere. Once I have this accomplishment under my name, make this much money, have this title, have this whatever it is, then I'll feel it. You might a little, but oftentimes if we keep putting the feelings outside of ourselves, we just keep on chasing them. I believe it is up to us to claim it for ourselves every single day, sometimes every moment of the day. On today's episode, I have Heather Askinosi. She is the co-founder of Energy Muse, a crystal expert, an author, and so much more. I have somewhat known Heather for many years. <laughs> uh, I originally discovered her from her product line many, many years ago, Energy Muse, and um, you'll hear that story in the episode. I've always loved her and her energy, and so it was so fun to have this conversation with her. Let's get into it. Heather, it's so fun to finally get you on here because I feel like I've known you forever. It's not forever. And we don't even like know each other, know each other, but we've been, I don't know. <laughs> Kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. Keep popping up in each other's worlds over the years. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. And every time I see you, I feel joy. So yay. Uh, yeah, and so how we first got introduced was not, was just me looking for a stone because I had an astrologer forever ago. I want to say 2007 or eight or something. A friend of mine was like, talk to this astrologer. And I talked to an astrologer and she was like, and that was when I was touring as a sound engineer a lot. And so I never even really had a home. Um, and I loved I loved it. But anyway, she told me I needed to get a grounding stone to tour with me. And I'd never even knew about crystals or anything. So she told me I needed a grounding stone and like to get some sort of things to bring with me to have in my hotel rooms everywhere and stuff like that. And so I just like Googled grounding stone. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I didn't even know this. Okay. Yeah. And so then I came to Energy Muse's website and I and I believe there was maybe a grounding necklace, like a necklace yes. <laughs> with like a coin. Well, that was a long time ago. Like yeah. this was, that was a many, like how many years ago? Like I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like it, it was, two, it was, be 2008 is the latest it was. Cause that was the year my father died. Okay. And that was, but it was, I know it was before all that. Cause it was when I was still touring wow. as a sound engineer. So that's what I'm saying. I want to say it's like 2006 something maybe wow okay that's a, so we started in two, 2000 so you're you came at the beginning i love that yeah Yay. so i didn't know you necessarily personally like that but then the same friend of mine who owned a cafe then became friends with you or whatever and she was like oh they run this, yeah. are, this is heather and timmy they run energy moves and i was like oh i have energy moves stuff anyway so so i've been like as i'm saying like so i've like felt like i've known you for a long time just because i like had bought your products yeah. and then i was like oh it's you 
So anyway, I know a little bit of your story, but I like talking like starting sort of at the beginning. And I know you were like into crystals like so early. Like where did that come from? Or like where did you grow up and what was what was life like for you? And yeah, how did how did you find crystals? (laughs) Well, I grew up in Manhattan Beach and Timmy is my business partner. We've been friends since nine years old. And we own Energy Muse together. And so it was our 20-year anniversary, actually, this year of Energy Muse. Wow. And which is kind of cool. But um, we grew up in the South Bay. And I got into selling high-end real estate in my 20s. And a man from Brazil, Fortune 500 company president, came in town. He said, look, I'm going to buy a lot of re- property from you because I'm here. Um, but you have to make sure that the house has good feng shui. And back then, I'm like, say, what? what are you talking about? And he said, if you want to learn about it, then I'll buy property from you. So I started learning about feng shui, and I learned about energy. And one thing led to another. I ended up um, bumbling across this store. And this is, you have to remember, 27 years ago. And I walked into a store, and they had a, an amethyst in the store. And I walked in, and I said, what is that? And she said, oh, that's amethyst. It's it's all for your intuition. And Back then, no one was, I mean, at least in my circles, no one was having these kind of conversations. And what happened was I found throughout time, whenever I had free time, I'd run to the store to look at the crystals or to look about this this world of energy. And back then, they didn't have a lot of crystal books on it. But one thing led to another. I heard about a woman in Hawaii because I was selling real estate. I was able to have a flexible schedule. I booked a a flight to Hawaii. I lived with this woman for a week on the big island of Hawaii, and she laid the stones on me. And I came back from that trip. I went through a major detox. I started throwing up. It was not fun. And at the end of that week, something shifted in me. And at that point, I think it's, and I don't know if you've had this point, but on paper, I looked unbelievable. You know, I had the job, I had the house, I had the friends, I had the bank account, but I didn't have any kind of contentment. And it was, I felt very empty. And so I ended up quitting selling real estate and I went on a very kind of inward journey. And I'd have to say it was lonely because nobody got me. And at that point, I don't even know if I got me, but I knew that something was drawing me that was deeper. And crystals for me were this grounding energy. Thank you very much of starting because I think that for many people, that is the starting point, however it is. And for me, I was a triple type A person and I didn't know how to calm down. I didn't know what peace was. I didn't know what grounding was. And so for me, crystals was something I could hold on to. It was an intellectual thing because I didn't get energy and visible and all that. That, did, that was way too far out. But I did know that if I held something that was like hematite that had iron in it, that something within me started shifting. And so that's really how it started. I was exposed. I've, I've been exposed to so many things and there's so many awesome things out there. But the one consistent thing that I've had on my spiritual journey for 20, what, eight years now are crystals Um, because it's something that I could hold on to and they are a tool for me while I try a whole bunch of other things. So that's kind of how it started. Wow. Yeah, that's not, I don't know what I expected, but I'm like, oh, that was 
what I expected. Yeah. But no, I, I same thing when when that astrologer said grounded and you need to be more grounded and grounding, I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and back again, yeah. like I wasn't, you know, you got introduced to that years ago or when, yeah, you went into that place. That's still back then, same thing. It was like, I did have some friends that were like, obviously like the friend introduced me to astrologist and, you know, but it, yeah, still mm-hmm. the same like, what is this thing? No. Yeah. But yeah, same thing. I liked the idea of just like, okay, get it. And I like did think I got the necklace, but just like holding something or just like the pot. It was the idea of like not Mm -hmm. knowing even what to be grounded meant like, but like, okay, if it's like I'm putting this on and then it's telling like, like, okay, what's this intention to be grounded or like, what does that even mean for me? And that's Mm -hmm. how crystals still feel to me is that I still will be like, I'm not like a woo person or like, you know. But I have crystals all over. And I tend to, like, right now I'm holding on to one. Like, I often am holding on to them, especially when I'm talking about somebody without realizing it. And, like, I feel like I can grab one and it's just, yeah, it's like, I think that I do feel the energy. But even if you aren't, like, no, I don't feel it. Just the idea that you're holding something just feels like there's something in me like, oh, okay, I want to anchor to something. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, it just, like, creates this shift by holding something, even if you don't believe that they have any sort of powers. If you think about when we were little kids, we would go to the park or we'd go to the beach or whenever we were little, we would pick up stones and shells and they would be these little treasures. And we weren't picking them up because, oh, hey, this had an energetic meeting, but we all, most of us all did that at some point. And I have a three and five-year-old girls right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's just something that's innate within us where there's this connection of humans to the energy of the earth, the planet that we live on and collecting these little earth treasures. And so for me, it's the same kind of thing. It's just the next level of the earth treasures are these crystals, but that innate connecting of that eight, drawing them in and holding them and saving them has, is kind of like, I almost think we're hardwired for it. Yeah. Okay, let's go back. So this man is just like, I, you know, I'm going to buy real estate from you if you feng shui. And so at that time, you were just like, okay, like, I want to get those sales, right? Pretty so much. let me learn and about feng shui. Like, you weren't le- like, okay, sure. Well, it's one of those things, and I, I, I know that most all of us have it, where you meet somebody and your life changes. It's like that fork in the road time. And I think for me, he was intriguing. Um, he came from Brazil. Oh, it's interesting. My first crystal I liked was amethyst that came from Brazil. Interesting. Oh my God. This is like, I've never put those two correlations together, but he was, he, it was, he had this mysticism to him. He was different than anyone I had met growing up in the Manhattan beach. And so because of that, and then I studied and I was in the room, I was one of the very few women in the room studying feng shui because it was a lot of men. The, I learned classical feng shui, which was based on mathematics, and there's a science to it. And so it really, I know it's considered esoteric in the world of whatever, but there's really a mathematical science to classical feng shui. But what happened was, I, that's how I learned about working with energy and feeling invisible energy existing through feng shui. So when I finally landed on crystals, I'd already been opened up to something. And so for me, it, was, it wasn't it was that big of a stretch because I had been playing around with the energy of feng shui, which is once again about balance and harmony and coming in sync and alignment, which is what I think crystals do. So for me, they work very hand in hand. 
And then when you said you went to study with the woman in Hawaii, was that, was she like a crystal healer? Like, how did you yeah. even find her? Or like, what was your intention in going? You just were just starting to be drawn to crystals and heard about this woman. Yeah. Well, the thing about me is I really am a seeker of truth. I'm an adventurer and I'm, I'm very, I'm open-minded to things. I'll try things, but I only stick to the things that for me that work. For example, I own a company. I'm married. I have children. I have, you know, alien parents. There's only so much time in a day. So I really try to keep my things to what's simple and easy and effective. But um, I just think that it's just something that pulled me. And, and I think what happened was it's something that it changed my life. And what happened with her is because I called her up and I said, Hey, look, I hear, you know, about crystals. And she said, my, she said her husband just died and she was in a point of transition, but she said, Hey, look, if you fly to Hawaii, I'll teach you what I know. And I said, okay, if I'm there next week, can I come? And she said, sure. Yeah. And so I ended up just going there never been to the big island of Hawaii, had no idea. I mean, like, you know, when you're young, like I wasn't married, I didn't have kids. It wasn't like, yeah, I don't like, you I don't, don't even think that hard imagine. about those choices. You yeah, don't even like, think great. I'm like, Hey, so that's cool. That's cool. Like I'll see you next week. You know what I mean? And so, um, and I was a total trusting and opened and there was a freedom and a purity there. And thank God it all worked out with me. Like I heard my daughter saying this right now, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, but it was just this really powerful feeling of coming home to myself, which I didn't know what that felt like. And I'm not saying that like, I just felt like I knew what it felt like to land into myself. Like I, Oh, this is who I am. Even if it was for moments of time, but it was enough to keep me interested. It was powerful enough to keep me interested. I'm guessing like at the same time, you didn't know you weren't like, I think too, when you know that first coming into oh, that God. finding yourself, this sort of thing, it's like, you're not even like, oh, I need to go. You're just, yeah, being called to things. And then suddenly like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Like, so, I'm, yeah, I mean, and you know, this is obviously, this is how I obviously I navigate my life. And luckily for me, it's worked out for me because that's how I do lead my life. But then I married to somebody who's very logical and linear. And Timmy, my business partner, she's the other side of that. So there, I, luckily, I've got these parachutes and, you know, it all works out. But that's how I do. I, I listen and I, I kind of trust and I look for signs and I feel and navigate through my life. And that's the way I want to live. And for me, crystals are amazing because they help me stay open. They help me stay curious. They help me see the magic. And I don't mean, life is, I don't want to be so jaded that I don't see the beauty. And sometimes with the heavy energy of what it is right now, I understand that this is what's going on, but I also want to stay in the light. And crystals are full with light. And for me, when I stay in the light, I have a lot more to give and serve and be to my family and my community. I got to stay in that place because that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. I'm only saying because so many people are like, love and light. So to be clear, you're not saying like, you ignore the darkness and everything is all light. No. <laughs> That's, I'm, like, I'm just saying for anybody yeah. out there that wants to, because I mean, there is a lot about toxic, toxicity and stuff like that. So yeah, just being clear if anybody yeah. were to hear that, oh, she's only about light. But the reality is I'm the same way. That's no. why I'm always preaching like, hey, claim your joy, doubts, fears, life is shitty a lot. Like things, bad things happen. 
And you can still make space for joy. And you can still choose to see the light. And so it's not belittling. You know, on on any given day, there's going to be all that, right? And and for us to see the light, we have to know our darkness. So I'm really into the darkness and the shadow work because it's it's a part of who we are but i don't want to live there too long i want to work through it i want to see it i don't want to be i don't want to avoid but i also know that i need to plug into that light field because that helps to sustain me personally you know whatever you want to call that light all that is god zero point whatever that word is it's that connection to something that i can stay stabilized and grounded Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Let's go back to then your journey. So you come back from Hawaii, feel totally transformed. You decide to quit selling real estate. Yeah, I felt sick. I got, I think it was a, it was a gradual where, you know, where you start, it just almost, it didn't fit anymore. It wasn't that it's just like I started changing. And once you start shifting and seeing different ways, you can't go back to doors that you've walked through. Like I was at that point where, oh, this just doesn't feel right anymore. I'm not interested anymore. It's not, I don't connect to this anymore. I'm not happy. Like it's not holding my interest. And so what did you do? Did you, yeah, like, well, and what was Timmy doing at the time? Well, Timmy and I, this, Timmy and I had not gotten together yet for energy memes. Um, this is still when I was selling real estate and I was doing feng shui. And then what I did was like, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I moved to Santa Monica. I went to do a panchakarma. Um, I flew to Canada. I learned how to transcendental meditate. I mean, like I'm a Scorpio. I just went there. I'm done. Full on, full on, full on. And once again, don't recommend You know what I mean? Like I just... I went there. Okay. And once again, this all panned out for gradual, but there was a lot of roads and whatnot along the way. I'm not going to kid you. But when I came back, I learned how to meditate and I was on this journey, but I was started suddenly like not having any money because I hadn't, I was like really feeling so great, but that doesn't always pay the bills. And I called my mom and she's like, Heather, you're starving with a loaf of bread in your hand. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, You've spent the last year and a half studying all this stuff. You might want to do something with it because you need to get a job, dude. Like you need to start making some money. Okay. I I love the journey, but woo, you got to get back on track here. And so that's when I came up with the prosperity necklace, um, which was based on feng shui principles that three coins tied with red string bring money. I added jade. I gave them to 10 people because at the end of the day, I'm a researcher. I'm all about the analytics. I'm a logical researcher. So I wanted to know if this really worked. And so I gave them to 10 people. Timmy was one of the 10. And I said, wear it for 10 days and tell me if something happens. Well, all 10 people came back after 10 days and they said, look, something happened. Not necessarily like they won the lottery, but they realized that they opened themselves up for prosperity. They heard from somebody from their past. An opportunity came in, and yeah, somebody did get money. But what happened was then people started asking me for these word of got out, and they're like, hey, can I get one of those? And Timmy at the time had come from the market. Um, she was in the clothing industry, and I said, I don't know how to make these. i got to get someone to make these. So Timmy's like, I know how to do that, and that's how Energy Me started. So those first 10, though, was that you – putting like actually making them 
No, I had a friend at the time that was a jeweler. And okay. I said, I have this form. Like one of the things I know is formulas. I, I know how to come up with formulas and I definitely know how to do it with crystals to create an energetic shift. So she made them for me and then I gave them out. And, but then what happened was like, we started like, Phil Jackson was one of the very first people that heard about this, these original necklaces. And so what happened was, was crazy that we got all these athletes. So like the very first, and at that point, the list of people, like it was crazy. This was a destiny thing. Like there was no business plan. There was no like, Hey, let's, you know, it was, we were selling them out of the trunks of our cars in downtown Manhattan beach. We were invited to the top Hollywood parties around town. It was like, we were ushered in back rooms. Like we were drug dealers <laughs> and like people be like, Hey, give me like five of those, man. And it's like, we were doling them out. And it was, it was blowing up and it was amazing. And then we had to learn how to be in business. Does that make sense? So it was like yeah. this whole thing. So it was kind of like amazing, but also then somewhat backwards because you're like, okay, let's make it work. And then being like, catch up. Oh, <laughs> wait, are we making money? Or wait, like whatever, right. we, pricing, right. like packaging, whatever. You have to like then look into all the details and everything. So, so the first so. time- you do the 10 necklaces, people start asking, and then you're like, I don't know how to make them. So Timmy's like, okay, we can do this. So that was the sort of like, okay, then you start to what hire somebody to make them or yeah. like, and that absolutely. So that, and that wasn't necessarily like, we're starting a business. This is it at that point. Just like, no. oh, okay, here I'll, yeah, you just find somebody no. to make them. And the lady, I will say this to this day, the very first stringer that we ever have had, we still have today. That's amazing. Yeah. So I just want to, and thank you. I'm having like all these revelations right now. I'm like, I just remembered Tammy is still with us 20 years later. <laughs> um, so anyway, there you go. But yeah, so that's how it kind of, it's, you know, it's been a journey. It's been awesome. It's been great to be able to work with my best friend for 20 years. And like 20 years later ago, she's still my best friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get to do really cool things together and our kids are best friends. And they're like, our boys now are moving out to their first apartment together and they're best friends. They're so moving into like, an apartment together? Yeah, yeah, Amazing. they are. I had a, yeah, so it's it's cool, you know? I, I'm very happy and pleased how it all worked out. But so, uh, yeah, even back then, so when, yeah, when Phil Jackson is interested and you start going to all these things like that, at that point, I'm guessing you're then like, this is like, okay, let's do this. Like, let's make a business. Or were you still, and was she still like at whatever other job she was doing? Like what also made the fact yeah. to be like, this is what we are doing. We are building a business and not just like, oh, well, this is cool that people are interested. Let's sell them while we can. Like what yeah. made you, like, when do you think you guys went fully all in? And I'm guessing you maybe, or did you think this is what we're doing for the rest of the next 20 years? Or were you just like, this is what well, we'll do right now? I think when Timmy first got into it, I mean, you know, I, I think I can speak for on this one. And I mean, for me at that point, I was on a journey. I was on a, I was on a path of discovery. Okay. So like I, that, and I still am, it's still, still opening up. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm, that's my gig here. I think for Timmy, it might've, she was going through, she had tried a couple of different businesses that had failed for her. She got out of the garment industry. And so she was looking for something and so I think it all landed at the right time. Perfect I think timing. for her, yeah, she was looking at it as a business. Um, and thank God she does. She still does. You know what I mean? She does look at things like that when I'm, you know, like, what you need. You yeah, know, you do, do need. Right. It's like, <laughs> yes. 
Exactly, exactly. So, um, and I think it was fun for her at that point. And what happened was it did take off and it was easy. We kind of did it the back end and then, and then it wasn't easy. Does that make sense? So we didn't have that hard part in the beginning to build up. We had the easy part, which in a way it kind of was a like, you know, blessing, blessing, but then not because then it hit us hard at, at year two because we had to really learn a lot of things that we didn't learn had we done it at, had it worked out that way in the beginning, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, um, it was very organic. Yeah. And from, like I said, sort of outsider been like somewhat, you know, following, but not fully then I've also seen you guys like have like evolved with the years. Cause also like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're selling crystals and crystal jewelries. It mostly started as right at first you guys didn't yeah. sell just crystals. It was, yeah crystal necklaces that had different intentions with the crystals, right? Or like I said, I had a grounding necklace or something. You you had the prosperity necklace. And so was that these needs for Evolve coming out of both your heart and like the marketplace of like, because crystals all of a sudden in what the last... I feel like Instagram makes everything so much more, you know, somebody's like, oh, mm-hmm. my altar, okay, doing this and like post it. And then all of a sudden, like, what are crystal, you know, like, I feel like Instagram mm-hmm. has made things be more. So like the marketplace of all of a sudden people buying crystals, was that like, oh, okay, then like, let's just sell loose crystals. Like, have you guys like, how do you do that? Because it's like something from your heart, right? You're so like deep with it, but also, right, we are running a business. And now everyone, there's so many other people hopping on the crystal train. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, doing this way back then, I think, and you know, there's still some people, I can't even get my head around it, that still think this is witchcraft and magic and all that. And so, you know, back then, that was a big thing that that I had to deal with, was having people call me a witch and having people say that this was all this and that, which I still don't even intellectually can't even get my head around that. But the thing was back then, because I think, and I just think at that time, you know, celebrities and athletes at that time, they were always looking for the competitive edge. They were definitely more open to things. And back then when we started, we were kind of the secret that nobody really told anybody else about, but everybody was wearing in Hollywood and we, and the athletic world. And, so a lot of people are on our website and there's so many people I don't can't even mention, but we were the big secret. And, and so what happened was, yeah, if everybody in town was doing it, <laughs> you know what I mean? But nobody was talking about it because it still had this cloud, the stigma of being magic and dark. And so like, oh, you believe these crystals are going to help you? Yes. Like, yes, like, yes, yes. like, let me roll my eyes at you. Like, right. And so and and now and that's how it was for many, many years. But we were still in business because we had a lot of business because people were buying, but they just wouldn't tell their friends and they wouldn't. But if you could go anywhere in town and look under somebody's neck or their business suit, very big executives, Fortune 500 company executives, major, major people, but nobody was talking about it. So, which is fine. So I love Instagram now because now it's okay. Like I've been on things recently that never in a million years I would have thought that I'd be having conversations with because now it's an acceptable thing. But back then, not really. Yet it hasn't changed. It's just, this is an energetic tool to utilize it's for me it's like i'm the power i'm using this as a tool this isn't my power does that make sense like 
it's just something that I can use to hold on to to help me. But I don't ever want at least the energy music. That's never been the message is for you to give away your power. It's for you to harness your power. But sometimes along the way, we need tools. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've been doing this 28 years and I pull them out more now, my grounding stones to the day one that I started it. And I'm proud to say it because you know what? I'm not above with all things that I've been learning to go back to the basics because you know what? It's sustainable. Give me something simple and sustainable. And that piece that I bought, I still have it now. You know what I mean? And there's no way to, you don't have to upgrade. You don't have to get the new latest version. All you have to do is have the latest version with yourself and how truthful are you self right now to go to the deeper trenches of what you need so that you can serve your family, your community and fricking the world right now and uplift people. Upliftment. We need it. Yeah. Community. There's more light than darkness. We just have to remember our power. We have to remember that we have power and numbers of light, bright energy and, and we, we, we can do it. We can evolve and there's been a different, a very interesting year, but I want to reflect back on, on it with um, what I learn about myself. Am I a survivor? Am I like an empowered woman? What did I teach my daughter? Because this is life. Okay. This is life. And um, how are you going to show up for it? I want to, it's, I, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm there, but I want to show up like honest with integrity and know that, you know what? I'm going to cry some days. I'm going to cripple on the ground. I'm going to have anxiety, but I'm still using the tools tool. We got to get through it. It's me, Trisha here, bringing you a brief interruption. One, do you yet have my daily inspiration app, an app for your phone called Own Your Awesome. It's available in the Google Play and the Apple App Store, and it has hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations that I update regularly. So you pay a one-time price of only $3.99, no ads, no upgrades, no anything else, and you get hundreds of powerful thoughts to empower you. You can come to it at any time and pull a card. You can also set a timer in the app so that you get a reminder every day to go pull it because, you know, we forget. We forget about the things that make us feel joy, that make us feel good about ourselves. We just forget to do them. So you don't have to forget. You'll get a reminder. <laughs> I'm going to go to the app right now. Ooh, I got, I am no longer holding myself back with worries, doubts, and fears. I am getting out of my own way. Yes. I'm going to hit show me a card again. I just got simply dream bigger. I'm going to hit show me a card again. If you aren't happy in your life, your relationship, career, make a change. Shift your perspective or shift your life. It's in your hands. So as you can see, it's a variety of things that come up that you might get hit with like, oh, okay, if I'm sitting here complaining about something, what can I do about it? Can I make a chain? Can I shift my perspective? Can I speak up? So to get you thinking, get you out of your own way. Again, it's in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's called Own Your Awesome. And don't forget about my full product line of empowering products, the new Daily or daily Connection Journal, mugs, the Own Your Awesome deck, the physical deck is also in my shop, shop.yourjoyologist.com. We ship pretty much same or next day. So depending on when you're listening to this, there's plenty of time for gift giving. Well, there's always time for gift giving. We don't have to just give around Christmas time. Who are we? 
We give things because we like people and we want to empower them and inspire me and it feels good, not because society tells us it's December and so that we should. <laughs> okay, anyway, shop.yourdwellgist.com and own your awesome. <laughs> Back to the episode. No, I love that you brought that up because I mean, that's the main point that I have this podcast and have the conversations like I do to try to like remind people and ourselves <laughs> that I think yeah. yeah, it can be like, oh, we're one day going to reach this magical place because we've done all the meditate, whatever it is. I've done so much self-work. So now I'm like, good for the rest of my life. Everything's going to be like easy. And, that, and I'm like, that's the point of the reason being claim it is that because no, it's everything you don't know. And you're still going to have doubts and fears and judgments and shame and guilt. Like it's still going to come up no matter how evolved or successful or fulfilled you have. Like, and so it's just seeing that, being okay with that. And then, see, okay, I can still claim joy. I can claim my worth. I can claim my value in this moment. Because I, yeah, I think it's just so easy to look as if everybody else has got it all together or like, yeah, Heather's been working with crystals for how long? And she has a successful business and books and this. So she's, she's great. She's like, yeah, like she, yeah. she doesn't have to do but, and, work. Right. And I, and that's for me, what I, what I feel that's been my truth this year is we got to get the word out that this is a journey. It's not all rainbows and unicorns. I mean, I just, for me personally, at least where we're going as energy muse as a collective and i love our people it's time to go deeper and the more that we can like really be honest with hey look this is what's going on for me it's hard i have days with this and i have days with that but we can share truth and we can be compassionate with people and be like you know what let's stop like the judging like i know where you're at okay me too and that makes us not that we're wallowing in it but it's just like acknowledging it and going, we're in this together. Hey, what tools are you using? Hey, how can that help me out? Okay, what are you doing, girl? What's going on with you, man? Okay, let's cry together. Let's just be, let's just be honest, because um, we'll break through a lot faster that way. But it's hard to be honest with ourselves. I mean, I tell myself stories all the time. Believe me, I'm a great self bullshitter storyteller to myself. But then it gets me stagnant, you know. And like, then what? That's not that's not good either. So. As long as yeah. you know yourself well enough when you're getting into your own traps, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think in that is like there is just acknowledging the reality and not like that. So often we're beating ourselves up because, oh, I'm not feeling this or let me cover it up. Let me just say, act like everything's great. Let me tell everybody this. And then like, I can't, I'm not allowed to be this. Or what does that mean if I'm having a hard day or I took that personally or whatever, but like acknowledging it and allowing yourself to be seen and heard, like just sharing Re real with someone else like creates that like sort of like, yeah. you know, so you can feel it lifting away from you just by saying it out loud and being real with yourself and someone else. Like I love journaling yeah. for letting things go. But for me, a real way to move through stuff is to talk to someone and even to just be like, I have friends and you know, that they know, like, I am not looking for coaching or this. Like I used to have to preface with, I just need a safe space to be heard. And just like open up. And now that. I don't even have to say that anymore because like they've also gotten used to it. Because I think as humans, we're so used to, oh, it's okay. It's everything's going to be okay. Like, let me soothe you and help you. And now it's just like, let me like vent it all out. And they're like, yep, let me vent it all out. Like, it's just like it creates so much just by allowing yourself to feel and to say things and connect with someone, else, another human in but that way. 
That's pretty advanced <laughs> to what you just said. It, seriously, it might not. I mean, it, see, like some no, people I might get think it. that's actually, but to even, not everyone has that. Like, I don't know if I could have said that before. Hey, I just need a safe place to be it, No, it takes work. Because it takes courage. That's a bit, I just, yeah, that's like, that's like big stuff. Just even that sentence is big stuff. I realized I got triggered when people would try to like fix me or tell me it was okay or like tell me good job or like whatever. And I was just like, I just, I just, I just want to be like, so it was me noticing I'm getting triggered by, you know, people because I wouldn't, it wouldn't make me feel heard when somebody was trying yeah. to, but we, but also realizing that they're, they're not doing anything wrong. They think they're doing the right thing. Cause that's what we've all been trained as humans. Right. Like, Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Everything's gonna be okay. Oh, see the, see the button. And I think I'm sure I've done that. Like I have to catch myself from wanting to get, you know, coach and fix and whatever people. <laughs> like, well, and you know where we learn a lot from, I don't know if you found, but my teachers arrived with my kids because those people are the teachers. Right. And I have to catch myself too, with like really listening to them so that they are heard and that they're not like how, it took me how many years to get to the, be able to say the sentence that you just said. You know, I hope that I could, while we're in a retraining here on the planet Earth with humans and learning to retrain the way we all think or behave or treat one another, it's really important. I, I love that because you'll teach your kids that at such a young age. And that's amazing, really. Yeah, I'm already catching, yeah, like things and wanting to Oh, you know, because I'm busy with whatever I've got wanting to do. And oh, no, 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 it's, you know, it's fine. Or like, whatever. And then be like, okay, right. Or like, don't, you know, stop throwing a fit or whatever. Okay, I can see that you are upset about like, it's like, you know, but I can see how it's just like a natural thing to just be like, push away or it's okay or whatever. And then he said, you're sad, but also I express my emotions with them. So now they, mom, I'm sad because you said that mom, I'm angry because of this. So like, because I will say you like, so I'm like the proud yeah. moments for me with my kids are like when they eat weird things like sauerkraut yes. and when they tell that me what they're feeling moment. and when they tell me what they're feeling. <laughs> I love, you know what? You should be very proud. That's amazing. <laughs> Those are my proudest moments. Okay. Back to you. <laughs> Yeah, bravo, bravo. But that, that is cool because then they don't have to have therapy later on in their years because it, all these emotions aren't stuffed in their auric energy where they're, where they're expressing. And that's why I love this. They, do you think that they're part of the um, generation of love? Because they're saying that know. this, you know how like there was the violet kids and they're the indigo children and whatever. So they're saying that the next momentum of children entering the planet at this time are the children of love where they, and I'm getting chills right now, where these children, and I think my daughter's one of them because they live through their heart. Like we had a little girl that came out, um, when we were going, she's became, uh, she's a, a transgender at nine. And so um, I, I mentioned this because one day she's like, oh yeah, that's Joy, Joey, but now that's, you know, Jennifer. And I'm like, well, and for her, it was like, yeah, that's cool. Like it wasn't this big thing. And she's just like, yeah, I love Jennifer. And they, she lives from her heart. And not, not that I'm saying that other people don't, I'm just saying there is such purity of acceptance and just moving on. And there wasn't questioning and we didn't have to go onto it. And I'm like, do you want to talk about this? And she's like, talk about what mom? I love Jennifer. And it was just this 
these children of heart. So I just feel like they don't yeah. live in their head. They're not analyzing. They're just feeling it. And they're just, they're different vibrational frequency. I don't know. Do you notice that with your kids at all? And these new children. I mean, it's hard to, yeah. I haven't thought about that or look into that. I'm not saying that older kids could be that, but older, I'm not saying that older children or all humans can't, but it was, for me, it was such a purity of a, like, I like, wow. She taught me so much that day. I love and that. I, just, I love the yeah. whole beauty of it. I had a, a guest on Jody Patterson who wrote the book The Bold World, and it, she's a beautiful life journey herself. But she has a, a transgender child, and mm -hmm. the child was named Penelope, and uh, Penelope is still chosen to use the name Penelope. So she has a son named Penelope, but same trans. She, oh yeah, transgender, and um, that the kids and he was in karate and stuff and everything just like yeah that's penelope and like yeah that's a boy named penelope. Yeah. like you know going to a school and that you know I like she that. writes about whole her, her whole journey with it and family i mean she writes about her whole life but that too where it's like the adults are so like oh not like this and like kids are just like yep that's penelope that's a boy yeah that's penelope and penelope's a boy but Penel you know yeah <laughs> penelope used to penelope used to you know do whatever just but yeah a bit, but i mean penelope uh said that she, she was a or Penelope said that they were a boy at age two or three. Yeah, they probably were. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's it was like their entire life, like noticing it. But just yeah, like the just uh, the kids and I. I so want to tell that story and that story too because I think as adults, like we don't we don't even you know we think of trans people like are transgender and they're adults, but like yes, people are born transgender and they're allowed to be the gender that they are. <laughs> from an early age yeah, well, and accepting it yeah and to, just to bring it back to to the kids and crystals like even with crystals i noticed that little kids come in, i love when little kids we, when they mm. used to before covid come into our store and they pick crystals and they like i want this one they knew they didn't even have to question mom i want this one i want that one versus the adults would come in and be like now tell me why this works and it'd be this whole like which educate me on why and kids were like they just got it they didn't need anyone to educate it they felt it they loved it yes let's do it i love that pureness that that part of just that pure just knowing what you feel is right and just trusting yourself and that's for me what crystals do and and i i think these kids actually teach their parents a thing or two when they come to the crystal shop because they're so free and pure and they just know what's right for them. They yeah, don't, they don't second that. guess it. And I think that you always, you probably always taught me that anytime I would come to energy music or student event that you want to, you mean, I want to like, what are these for? Like, let me look at, but like, okay, no, like, let me just feel which one I'm drawn to without looking at, oh, what's this one? You know, like, let me find the one that I think I should pull or whatever this. And like, but just going with what feels right. And even like, yeah, at the last book launch and okay, like all these piles of crystals and which one I want. And like, I don't like, it does. Like, it's so odd. Like, uh, it's weird that that is odd for us to do. To just let our like feelings of what we're drawn to being pulled to that instead of like, let me read the details of each one and see which one I think should be the best one for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's shifting from your head to your heart. And it's a retraining of that. 
So, so yeah. what inspired you to then, yeah, you have two books now and a deck yes. and it's just like, is this you just wanting to, yeah, have more people being learning yeah, about crystals I, and I using think, that um, in the world? I feel like for me personally, I wanted to have books and th- let me say this, there's so many cr- amazing crystal books on the market. I'm, I'm in awe of all these authors and people that are into crystals are all brilliant and I honor and respect my colleagues. I wanted to have a book that was super simple and navigatable. And I wanted a book because I'm a very visual person and I'm very about time efficiency. So I wanted to have a book that would give me a pretty picture and tell me the top three things that a crystal could do, give me a little bit of history, but I like actionable things. So even when I used to do crystal readings, I would want people to leave with an action plan so that they could see if they got results afterwards. I'm very action oriented and then, hey, does this work and here's a result. So the book Crystal 365 is, was developed with this concept of here's something actionable you could do on a daily basis to, to hopefully render a result in a, a certain amount of time. And then I wanted to do something that, what can I do them in less than five minutes or less? that I could integrate my life so it's not one more thing to do. Like, I can't, like I'm overwhelmed by having one more thing to do. Like I can handle grabbing a crystal, putting it in my pocket and saying an intention to myself and be done. But there's that little seed. Like in today's time, I just, and so that's what this book is. It's, it's a visual, it's action oriented, it's simple. And I wanted to make a book that did those things. And I really do feel it did. And even with the card deck, I feel like it's very actionable. Like you I pick love a card it. and it, it makes you think, okay, what's your, what are you doing today? And here's three actions you could take. And are you going to get your result at the end? Because that's how our mind works. And then it takes this esoteric woo woo and woo, which it can be, but it lands it down into earth on practicality on how we could make it you, how we can make crystals user friendly. That's really what I wanted to do. Make crystals user friendly. I think it really does that, and especially like yeah, seeing the picture because especially if you're like trying to learn about a crystal or whatever, then like I don't know the name. You know, I'm so, I know the names of some mm-hmm. of them, but it's like, and that's someone who's I've been having crystals for over a decade. You know, but yeah, like seeing mm-hmm. the picture in there, and then like yeah, getting like the brief like that because I. I don't have that big of attention span and I'm not probably not, I'm not going to read, you know, a lot about it. I just want to know, like, give me some nuggets. Give me the highlights. <laughs> yeah. What's this, what's this going to do for me now? Yes, and how please. can I shift my life now? I don't have tomorrow. I got right now. And what can I do to take action in my life now? Because with there's so much information coming at us. We got to keep it super simple. Really? Yeah. I love it. Okay. I want to go to the questions I ask everybody, but let's. I feel like um, what if somebody doesn't know anything about crystals, like do you, are there certain ones? Like what's your like beginner crystal set? <laughs> you know, like okay. if you're like, well, I don't know. Okay. What are crystals? What do I go by? Right. Okay. Well, I will give you three that I feel that you can, the reason I, and the reason I like these three is they're easy to use and they're multi-use. So like you're getting, if you make an investment, you could use it in different ways, which I think is important, right? Cause you know, we're all watching where we put our dollars these days and it has to go a long way, ideally. So for me, selenite, 
which is this white stone, it's gypsum. It clears your energy field. So what you could do at nighttime before you go to bed is you could just lay it on your chest for 11 minutes and it clears your energy. Also, if you have crystals, you lay crystals on top of it and it helps to clear the crystals. So it, it's a clearing plate. Also, if you have kids and they have like nightmares or they're scared of monsters and the boogeyman and things like that, this helps if you put it on your windowsill to clear the energy of the room. It doesn't let mm. low vibrational energy, whether you want to call it stuck energy, ghosts, whatever name you want to put on it, low frequency. What happens is, is that low energy doesn't like the light of the stone. So this is a, a multi-use one, and that is selenite. Shungite. I think every human being on the planet Earth needs these two stones. Shungite comes from Russia, and it needs to be next to your routers. It needs to be on your oh. telephones. It needs to be next to your computers. Will it, it will harmonize EMFs. And I don't like 5G. I think it's being pitched. I know a lot about it. That's a whole other podcast. But I definitely think um, people should educate themselves on 5G and um, what's happening with that. But also, shungite is something that is very, very important for EMF. So if you have a lot of computers in a, a room or your children who are on Zoom and kids get some shungite on their computers or near them and ideally get a grounding mat or something. And I know just your own education research. So they have something to put their feet on when they're on these computers. Okay. It's really super important to educate yourself. Shungite is a stone. We have a lot of information on it on energymuse.com, on our blog, a lot of free info, but a lot of stuff about this is hidden in plain sight. You just have to look. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then I would think my other top one would be amethyst. That was my very first stone. I think a lot of people are attracted to it because it's, it's my birthstone. Well, are you an Aquarius? Oh yes. my God, I love Aquarians. When's your birthday? Oh, I don't know if you want to say it. February 10th. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aquarians are one of my favorites. I, not that I, but I just, I seem to gravitate towards Aquarians. And you know what I think it is about Aquarians is that they're the visionaries. They're the people that see ahead. They are like here to change the world. They're not here to like go by everybody else's rules. They're here to make new rules. And that's what I love about Aquarians because they're just game changer people. And I freaking love that. I love that. So anyway, um, Amethyst, I think, is that first stone because it's like, oh, hey, I have an intuition. I have some a way to see. I can feel. And so if you're new to crystals, I think that's a great entry stone because it starts changing the way you navigate your life. So those are top three, in my opinion, to start with. But once again, always trust yourself because you know you better than anybody else. Yeah. And so that's even like now these days, you know, people, they probably could still go and buy them. But I at first was like buying crystals online doesn't seem the same because I'm used to being in the room with them. So is it even just like being drawn to the like the stone itself, even though you can't feel it, just like pulling up, you know? Yeah. Just Pick scroll picture, through. Go to, <laughs> go to a reputable crystal buyer. There are crystal things that are um, becoming more counterfeit. The thing I, I will give a shameless plug for Energy Muse because it's something I am avid about is that 24 hours a day, there's mantras piped into our warehouse. And we, um, and I change the mantras all the time because I'm all about, because the crystals are programmable 
I want you when you get one of it, a crystal that's been programmed with like megahertz music, mantra music of clearing energy. I mean, I have, it goes 24 hours a day. So um, also we purify our location with and like it's we're smudging we're saging we're frankincensing we're palo santo we're, we're i've got combos there we smoke out our place every single day so when you get a crystal from energy muse you don't even i mean you can cleanse it and purify it but it's been happening the minute it hits our warehouse it's in an energy cycle that exists within what we sell yeah well and i'm sure you're also buying from like that's because I feel like now too, again, when things get so big that I'm sort of like, well, who are these, who are, what are these, like, who are selling the crystals and where are they coming from? Exactly. I can always feel like if I'm buying crystals from Energy Muse, then they're legit and they've been taken care of in there. Yeah. I mean, we just got this little machine that can tell us if the shungite's fake or not. And so it's this little thing you put on and it goes, and then you know that it's got the regular, it's the real shungite. So it's just, it's like in anything, as any industry grows, you just have to, you have to be on it. Things shift and we're doing the best we can. I'm not saying that we're perfect, but we're trying. We ask questions. We go and visit miners. We see how they're mining on some of them. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot going on. In right, because I'm guessing, yeah, it's there's more of demand for something than the ways they're being re- got and stuff like that. Yeah, is that like how people are mining for crystals is now like something has to be considered too? Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to, to do stuff internationally and really monitor that. I mean, I'm being totally transparent. Um, but during this time, we have been visiting local miners and going in mines and seeing how they come out and uh, asking questions and seeing it ourselves. And so we know at least some of the stuff locally, especially in Arkansas, we went there and we we know our miners and we know how they're coming out of the earth. And if they're filling up the holes afterwards, um, and because not all these people do and how they're and how far down they're mining and it's a whole bunch of questions anyway. Wow. I didn't even so. yeah. I always think of crystals coming from like exotic places, not like, oh, they're in Arkansas. That's great. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. And some of the best in the world come out of Arkansas. I love and that. Some of the stories are, and who knows if they're true, although I've been there enough to to know there's something different there, is that that was um, a lost city of Atlantis. Uh, the Lemurian crystals are there and that there's a vortexes there that were plugged in with these crystals. and it has a very rich um, history there. And when you go there, I don't know if you've ever been, it's the frequency is different in some places. Like there's an energy vortex uh, in some places that are, is unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. And the crystals come out of the earth. Perfect. Like in Brazilian courts, they have to like clean them and like shape them. Right. In Arkansas, you, they're taken out of the earth and you just rinse them off with water and they're ready to go. And they're perfectly clear. Amazing. Like, what up with that, you know? So, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull up this image of phrases from my product line that I put on keychains. Oh, I, I love that. I ask everybody to pick not necessarily which phrase they like the most, but which one they feel they want as a reminder in their life right now and why. Because I will send you the keychain, but just like, yeah, like oh, which phrase God. do you okay. feel... Like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's something I want to see every day. Oh, okay. Um, I would say for me, I am magic. Mm, Not surprised. 
<laughs> and, and why and to be honest with you the reason why I, the reason why I picked that is it actually makes me a little uncomfortable mm. because for so many years I had to hide or not hide. I had to always put crystals in this scientific term so that people wouldn't perceive me in a way, but that as I get older, I'm like, that's their shit. Like that's, that's not, that's not how it is. That's not the truth. And crystals do bring a magical part of yourself. So now that I'm like on the other side of it and I'm, I'm not trying to be a people pleaser or convince anyone anymore. And that happens through years. I can be like, yeah, they're magical. But catch me 10 years ago, I would never have said that. I would have talked the science and this and that. And I would have been trying to prove something. And now it's just like, no, you know, they are. Yeah. So they, I picked that because it, there was an uncomfortable. So going back to the shadow and light, there was a ton of those on those that would be like, oh, yeah, that's light. But I kind of like that I'm still doing the work on it. Yeah. You know, there's a journey there for it. No, and I'm glad that that's why you chose it. Cause yeah, like that's the like point. Like, I don't want you to just choose the phrase you like, but like, yeah, the one that you're like, oh, right, right. I am magic. I'm allowed yeah. to own that. Like, I don't have to exactly be like, I'm not a I don't have to play or whatever anymore. Yeah, I, don't, go back to <laughs> I don't have to play by somebody else's storyline and they're in the old paradigms. I got to, I got to play by me and, and, and know my truth and that I'm just, start, I'm just spreading joy and light. I'm not here to like convince anybody of anything. I'm just giving information and people choose what they want to do. Yay. What is a go-to to raise your joy levels? My go-to to raise my joy levels, I think um, for me is being outside in nature. Number one, because I could get caught into a lot of things. And then my, my family. For sure. Yeah. Love that. Okay, ask everybody to apply this phrase to their own life. What is easiest for you is not always what is best for you. So it could be like totally. habit, way of being, you know, something. So what is easiest for me is blank. What is best for me is blank. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so what's easiest for me is I can talk myself intellectually into something um, because – I know enough about enough things that I can convince myself of stuff. And that is not the best for me because it keeps me trapped. So um, that's something I'm working on a lot right now is, is knowing that even though I can, it's easy for me to convince myself of something, it's not always the best for me to convince myself of something because it, it's an old story sometimes. Got it. So what is like, what's best is, the, for what's best for me is to stay in a point, I don't want to say neutrality, but the more I stay like really, and I know this sounds, but it's not easy to stay completely in the now where I'm just, I'm like, where I'm in a point where I'm not judging things to like, go, oh, this is good. This is bad. Let me like figure this out where I'm just at a pure state of just like, okay, like neutrality, like what's really going on and staying in that place instead of trying to project something on either side. God. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. And I really only so. ask for you cause I don't even know. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. so what's best for you? Yeah. Like, let's get clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For best for me right now is to stay in a, in a balanced and aligned place and not try to be on either side. Cause that's what sometimes gets me in trouble. Got it. Like you're trying to talk With yourself myself. into, I have to choose a side. Yeah. So, okay, I'll do, let me weigh out the options. I'll go here. Like, <laughs> right. Versus sometimes you just have to like allow it. 
and just take some space. Don't try to like push things so hard. Got it. For me. Okay. The last thing is the name of the podcast is Claim It. I mentioned earlier is because I feel like so often we can put like our feelings of, oh, I'll feel successful enough, worthy, lovable, whatever, when, when this happens after this, like constantly putting Mm -hmm. these feelings outside of ourselves when I feel it's up to us to claim them every day, Mm -hmm. sometimes every Mm -hmm. moment of the day. Right. What are you claiming for yourself right now? I'm claiming my truth. I'm just claiming my truth. And I think that that's, that's fantastic in this moment. Like what is true for me and going with it. It's the best. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. It's always nice to see you and spend time with you. You too. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. For full show notes for this episode, you can go to yourjoyologist.com slash podcast. You can pretty much find most things Heather at energymuse.com, energymuse on social media. She also has her own account, Heather underscore Askinosi. I know. I'd love to hear from you guys. What do you think about crystals in general, about the episode? I love hearing from you. Feel free to DM me at your joyologist. I love seeing you share the episodes and like who you're listening to and what you're connecting with. So please share, tag me. If you haven't yet, please review, leave a review for the podcast. And um, if you do, screenshot it to me at podcast at yourjoyologist.com and I'll send you a gift from my product line. Just like I have each guest pull a keychain, maybe I can send you a keychain an art print, a notepad that gets you aligned and going after what you want. Maybe the daily connection journal. You don't know. What's the risk? Just send the review to podcast at yourjoyologist.com and I'll send you a gift. And yeah, remember my products to empower you and your loved ones. You can go directly to the product line at shop.yourjoyologist.com. Everything else is straight yourjoyologist.com. You can get the products there too the app. And um, yeah, I love hearing from you guys and girls and people. And that's me trying to edit my language from just saying guys all the time. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'd love to know what you love listening to, what kind of people you want to hear from, what kind of solo episodes you want more from me. So the lines are open. You can email me, you can DM me. I appreciate you. I acknowledge you. And um, for the final thought, you know, let's bring it with getting close to the end of the year, looking at our habits, what isn't serving us. So let's go with the question I ask everybody of, What is easiest for me isn't best for me. So fill in the blank yourself. What is easiest for me is to blank. What is best for me is blank. Mm 